Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. All right, let's dive in. I have some powerful stuff that I'm going to I'm just going to monitor how deep I go on this, how far I go uh, time-wise. But if you guys can open your hunger and your spirits up to what I'm getting ready to share, I just think that God might be about to rock your worlds. <laughs> if you want it. I, want, I, I think that he might rock my world too. All right? If you guys can open your Bibles to 1 John chapter 3. This is what I preached out of last week, and I'm, I'm just going to kind of take it to a part two. Um, it's called uh, ma- Manifesting Sonship. Okay, Manifesting Sonship, part two. I'm going to read out of 1 John 3, verses 1 through 3. <clears throat> Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. Let's stop there. Behold, it's not just a passive word. I talked about this last week. It's actually calling on us to be intentional, to fix our attention on what, is, what he's about to say about it. Behold, it means be very intentional, lock your gaze, and meditate and press into it, all right? So behold, what manner of love, of agape, unconditional love, that the Father God has bestowed or gifted on us. All right? That's amazing because He doesn't have to love us. All right? He doesn't have to. And He would be totally okay. Like, it, like He doesn't have to. But He chooses to love us. And He's not just a God loving you. He has chosen to become your Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If he's your father, then what does that make you? Sons and daughters. Sons and daughters of who? Sons and daughters of the Father God. What in the world? Like some people are are born into nobility, and when somebody finds out who their parents are, they kind of have this... this, uh, just level of security of being able to say, I'm so-and-so's son. We get to say that about God. That, that's your dad. Come on. That, I, I want to tell you that life doesn't get any better than that. Okay? So we need to behold, though, the kind of love that, that the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. All right? And you are called... God's kids. God calls you His children. That's amazing. It's not just you're calling yourself that. It's not just a label like a fun Christian saying, I'm a child of God. No, like literally God looks at you and He says, this is my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. Come on. God says that. You know, the one that we grew up being afraid to make mad. 
That's how he feels about you. It's my beloved child. I'm so pleased with you. I want to brag to the heavens and the earth about who you are to me. Like he would put you on a pedestal in front of the entire world to, to brag on who you are to him. It's my boy. It's my girl. Come on. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Yahweh. Amen? Therefore, oh, and also another translation continues. It says, we are called the children of God, and that is who we are. That, that, the NASB says that. It adds that. That is who we are. So we're not just called children of God. We literally are children. So we don't just go around calling ourselves that. We need to believe that we actually are, which means I need to, not, I need to go beyond just the label. I'm his kid to actually engaging with the reality. I really am his son. I need, to, I need to behold this truth. I need to fixate my focus on the reality. He's my father. I'm his son. And we have this amazing bond. And when you're a son or a daughter, you have access to the secret places with mom and dad. Amen? We have that with our Father. Jesus paid for that, didn't He? Come on. Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know Him. Guess what? Being close to God means we get to experience the same things He does. Including the world not having a clue who you are. Awesome. <laughs> Beloved, now we are the children of God. Not like we're becoming sometime children. Now we are children. We need to accept this reality as a right now truth reality experience. Amen? Everybody say it. I am a child of the Most High God. God is my Papa. He loves me. He's pleased with me. And I can't help it. Come on. It's good news, isn't it? Now we are the children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. Whoa. You're already a child of God? And there's something more coming? Whoa. You mean there's something more that I still don't have a clue what I'm going to become yet? Oh yeah, guess what? In Him... Things are going to get better. Better. It's going to become a lot more amazing than you've ever known. It has not yet been revealed what we shall be. Guess what? It's already been revealed that you're a child of God, right? And you are a child of God. So you are, according to what has already been revealed to you, who you are. He's revealed to you that you're His child and He's your dad. But there's more. You got to get that one if you want the more. Start as a son and receive that reality. Start as a daughter, receive that reality because there's more coming. You don't have a clue yet what's ahead of you in your growth in the Lord. He's going to reveal it. And the more He reveals it, the more you're going to experience it as your new normal. Come on. He has what. It has not been yet revealed what we shall be, but we know 
that when he is revealed, we shall be like him. Whoa. I have news for you. God wants to reveal himself to you. You better get excited. God wants to reveal himself to you. Like you don't know him nearly good enough yet, all right? However good you know him, there's more. And he wants to reveal to you, that means to remove the veil of, uh, that separates your understanding of what already exists right before you. Staring you in the face, but you don't see it because it's blinded, right? There's a, there's a shade right there. He wants to reveal he want, he, he's staring you in the face as a papa, and he loves you more than you could ever know. And he wants to say, surprise, I was here the whole time. And he wants to reveal to you new things about him that you don't know yet. or you, Maybe you know it here because we can quote the stuff, but you don't actually get it yet. And I want to tell you what the proof is that you actually get it is that it becomes part of who you are. You, you don't get it until it starts taking transformation in you, all right? doesn't mean that, that you full-on get the full thing immediately. It's progressive growth. But the, the more that the Father, and, and actually all parts of the Trinity for that matter, the more that they're revealed to you, the more you become like God. Oh, if you don't believe me, let me just read it. Because it says, we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Like the Lord actually desires, he craves, he longs to reveal to you himself as he is. And last week I hit on this point that if we want to know God as he is, we've got to give up our right to have already determined who he is in every way. Because you might have some of it wrong. you gotta, you got to yield your rights to hold on to your ideas of God if he needs to reveal himself differently than the way you thought. All right? But God wants to reveal himself to us as he actually is. And this says that the, the, when we see him as he is, we become changed to be like him. Wow. That's crazy. Because God is the most glorious person in the universe. He's the most righteous person in the universe. He's the most holy, the most pure, the most loving, the most patient, the most powerful person in this universe. So the more that God reveals to you, He's removing a veil, because you might not quite know the fullness yet, that was an understatement. You definitely don't know the fullest yet, neither do I. But the more he reveals to us who he is, he's given us glimpses of his nature, of his person, of his heart, because he wants us to know him. But he wants, in our knowing him, he doesn't just stop with, with just being glad that we know him. He actually allows the nature that's revealed to be imparted into us and releases us into the nature that he's created in us. So that we come into the sonship that he's put in us. Come on. Your sons and daughters are the most high God. (laughs) 
your sons and daughters of the Most High God. Your, your beloved sons and daughters of the Most High God. Your sons and daughters of the Shekinah Kabod Glorious One. Your sons and daughters of love Himself. Your sons and daughters of the most patient, long-suffering, enduring One. In history, your sons and daughters of the divine healer, the miracle worker. Come on. Your sons and daughters of the creator of all things that had no existence and then it was all existent. That's your dad. What does that mean? For you, that you just get to claim that that's my daddy, he, that, that would be more than enough. But he's like, to him, that's not enough because he wants to reveal his nature to you so that you can see him as he is and then be changed to be just like him. Come on. If you have been born again, of the Spirit, you actually have been crucified with Jesus Christ on the cross. Old nature, old sin nature died and became non-existent any longer. And then you are buried with Him in the baptism, into death, it says in, in Romans 6. And it says, in the same likeness, we have been raised with Jesus Christ. And so the resurrection of Jesus Christ that, that brought Him out of this sinful world and He collected all the sinfulness of humanity and crucified it. And then He was put in the tomb. And then He resurrected completely clean of that stuff because He buried all that. He came out scot clean, scot free, totally clean. Not, not one little speck of grime on Him. Right? The glorified Christ. <laughs> and it says that we've been born again of the Spirit. It says that we are, it says that we have been born again. And the born, being born again is the same as, as entering into Jesus' resurrection. The old man died. I'm a new creation. All old things have passed away. How did it pass away? Because it went to the cross with Jesus and was buried with Him. But all things have become new. I've stepped into the newness of Jesus Christ. I entered into the, the resurrection of Jesus by being born again. We were born again through the womb of the tomb. Amen? It's a good word. But if you think about it, you're born again of the Spirit. Who are you born to? Who, who, whose kid are you? 
Yahweh gods. We already said it. Why are you still asking me that question? Sons and daughters of the Most High God. When you're a child of a parent, a biological child of a parent, you have the DNA of your parent. Amen? DNA. The DNA comes from the blood. Whose blood did we receive? Come on. And we're children of the Most High God. If we're His children, and we've been, we weren't just simply adopted, that's powerful in and of itself, but literally born again, which means new birth. You, you were birthed into newness of life. Shed away of the fallen stuff. Birthed into the Spirit, sons and daughters of the Most High God. And the Father wants to reveal Himself to you. Like you think you want to know God and to see Him, He wants it more than you do. He, he generally reveals Himself to us according to our desire, according to if we're living pure, pure enough for it, because sin, he's not, he's not going to be like blessing sin, right? But he wants it. He, but he wants people to want him and to posture their heart in the way where he can bestow himself upon us, untainted. All right? He wants to reveal himself to you so that he can he can bring you into who you actually are. You're already his child, and you have the DNA of Yahweh God. What? Yes, you do. DNA. Come on. The, it's the divine nature of the Almighty. DNA. He put himself into you. He put himself into you. Come on. The, 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 the nature of God lives in the born-again Christian. It, it, it actually has defined who you are. And I just want to remind you again that who you are in Christ is way beyond anything that you have the clue of. That's why this says that we, that we don't know yet. It says it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. What you shall be is already in you. But God, when he reveals himself to you, it pulls that thing forth into transformation and manifestation. The Lord will reveal Himself to you, and, and that part of His nature comes forth. And, and, and comes, it works its way to the surface in your life. Isn't that awesome? And it says that God will be revealed to us as He is. He wants to reveal Himself to us as He is. What if the part of his nature that he wants to reveal to you is not the one that you've been pursuing? 
What if he knows that there's part of your person that's, that's, that's off balance? You've been focusing on this part of God, but this other part has hardly had any growth at all because it's not quite as fun as the other part. And so you're this warped, wobbly person. It's like, I'm healthy. Look at me. I got this big, awesome arm, huge bite. Look at this. Huge biceps. And, and my neck is awesome on this side, but it didn't grow quite enough on this side, so it's like pushing my head over. But, but, but at least this part's awesome, right? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> or or my, my leg, this leg grew awesomely, but this one didn't grow far enough, and so I, I'm like, I'm walking around like this all the time. Like, let's, I can be excited about that leg, but what if he's trying to grow me in an area that I haven't been putting attention on because it wasn't as fun, because he needs to work character into me, or he needs to work patience and long-suffering into me. When I've been focusing on miracles and getting drunk in the Holy Ghost, for some people, it might be the opposite. You've been focusing so much on the sufferings of Christ, but he actually wants to bring you into the joy of the Lord. He's, he's trying to create well-rounded children. I don't mean... <laughs> not his image is not like well-rounded. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Talking like... <laughs> you know what I mean. Balanced, holistic, growth in every way, right? He wants to mature us. He wants to mature us in Christ. And, and so we need to be willing to allow him to reveal himself to us the way he wants to. Intimacy, like true intimacy with God is yieldedness to him and giving him the permission to be our Lord through intimacy and, and allowing him to recognize areas that I need to grow in that I'm deficient in. And to work that into me. It doesn't mean that he doesn't still want to keep working on the other more exciting stuff, but sometimes he needs to bring balance to things so that we can be healthy in every way. That's called spiritual maturity. All right? Spiritual maturity. Where we're growing in all the ways that God needs to see us grow in, and we're doing it through relationship with him. Our, transform, sorry, our transformation is according to our revelation of who God is. We become like the ways that we know God. Okay? He wants to reveal all parts of Him to us. Some parts don't make sense yet. In the right time, He's going to reveal that. We don't know what we will become yet because we haven't seen God in those ways yet. But we will if we keep pressing in and seeking his face and beholding him. Amen? The measure of spiritual growth that we have thus far came from knowing God that much already. So wherever you are in your journey with the Lord and your spiritual growth, you got there because of ways that God has met you along the way and revealed himself to you to get that growth in you. Pretty cool. You're already being conformed into the image of Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. Spiritual maturity comes through relationship. 
We don't, go, we don't grow by trying to become what we aren't yet. See, it says that it's, it's not been revealed yet who we will become, but it says we will be transformed, we'll be changed to be like him when he's revealed. So the good news is that you don't have to try to figure out who you're supposed to become and get yourself there. Like you don't have to try to become the greater version of yourself. That's, that's not the solution here. The solution is allowing God to reveal himself to you through intimacy. And as he reveals himself to you, the byproduct is you have spiritual maturity, spiritual growth. You become more like him. Come on. So we grow by discovering who God is, not just trying to become more mature. It has been revealed to you that you are children of God. That is why you are actually His children. Okay, you already are walking in this, but there's more. Amen? He wants to reveal further what that actually means. And then it says, it says in verse 3, it says, Everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. Alright? So there's, there's that... Beatitude where Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. God didn't remove himself when there's impurity. He stayed in the same place the whole time. I will never leave you or forsake you. Amen? But impurity, by the way, you're, if you have impurities, whatever that impure thing is, is not who you are. It's not who you are. If you have sin in your life, that's not who you are. And if you have uh, in sin, like purity, we, we often think that means sexual purity. Absolutely. But what about like habits of anger and, and, and short tempers? And, and what about gossiping or what, like other things? Those are also impurities, Right? And so when we have things that are in us that's not pure, what that actually does, it doesn't remove God from you. It blocks your view. You can have a nice big picture of crystal clear water and, and see whoever's standing on the other side of it. It might look funny, right? But you start putting dirt in there and you just keep adding dirt and it's going to start filling that thing up. And that person never left. But those impurities block your ability to see that person. That's what it does in our relationship with God. And so this says, and, and this is all in the context of God revealing himself to us and transforming us into his image. But it says that whoever has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. So it's actually a call to us to make sure that we're ridding ourselves of anything that could bring a separation and, our, and cause us to not be able to see God clearly because that's going to block our ability to be transformed in his image. This is good stuff. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm liking it. But here's another cool thing to, to read into that verse. It says he purifies himself just as God is pure. Wait a minute. Are you telling me like, we're talking about God. The, you think about the purity of God. You can't get more pure than Him. 
But this is saying that we actually can be pure just as He is pure. How do you do that? Well, you don't do it by just trying to make yourself more pure. You do it by allowing God to reveal Himself to you in His purity and let His purity become your purity. There's a lot that I'd love to say this morning, but I'm going on vacation. <laughs> and so I'm going to be more kind to you this morning. <laughs> okay? Maybe next time I'll, I'll take it farther because there's more to this. There's always more. There's always more. But I just want to deposit this into your spirits this morning that God believes in you more than you believe in yourself. And when you are born again of the Spirit, He actually put a, a nature inside of you that hasn't fully manifested yet. All right? It's going to continue to manifest incrementally, increasingly, the closer you get to God and the more you seek His face to reveal Himself to you, the more that He does that, the more you get transformed into His image. And you guys are a, a, a room full of sons and daughters of the Most High God who have had some measure of an encounter and, a, and relationship with God and it's got you this far. And that's amazing. And God has more for you. And I also want to say this, that you have barely scratched the surface and whatever your greatest, highest encounter with God was, where you got to experience Him for who He is, that was just the beginning of greatness coming before you. And God has given you the full access to the throne room to encounter Him in His glory. And God believes in you. I'm going to give you a teaser because this is where I was going to go next if I had more time. And maybe you guys, if you, if you like my teaser, pray that it happens next time. Can't promise anything. Here's a teaser. God wants to glorify you. What did he say? <laughs> God wants to glorify you. He wants to glorify you. I'm not talking about self-worship glory, all right? Not that. But he, he is the most radiant, glorious being. Actually, outside of him, there's no glory, no, no true glory anyway. How many of you guys long to encounter the glory of God? Convince me more than that. Come on. Come on. Glory! He wants, to, he wants to reveal His glory. We have no clue. Like if we went to heaven in these earth bodies, I don't think we could stand in that place where the, where the elders bow before Him. It's weighty. It's powerful. It's pure. It's, it's, it's charged with dynamite, with lightnings and thunders. And, and, and tangible manifest love. And the Lord wants us to encounter His glory. But I want to tell you that God actually dreams of you like He's not looking for good Christians. He's not. He's looking for manifested sons and daughters of the Most High God. 
And I'm talking about ones who know him so well that they spend time in his glory. And I'm talking like he actually wants to engulf you in literal glory. And he dreams of you being the person, the people who's walking the face of this earth, glowing and radiating in glory. (laughs) The kind of glory that transforms lives and makes chains and bondages fall off of people. Like you have no idea that God actually is dreaming of manifesting his children in this world. I think you have an idea. I'm just saying you don't have a clue the, the extremity of how far he wants to take this thing. And, and I don't either because what we're becoming has not yet been fully revealed to us yet. But he wants us to be the most glorified people the face this earth has ever seen. And I mean, even if you stood next to Moses. Is anybody excited about that? Why don't you stand with me? Because what I was reading out of those three verses is promising that to us. All right? It's actually a promise. You're as, you're as sons and daughters. He wants you to behold the manner of love that He has freely given to you, that He calls you His children, and that He wants to reveal to you just exactly what that means to Him. Because you've only started (laughs) to to manifest your sonship. He wants to take it to a whole other level. He wants to reveal the magnitude of His power and His might and His glory and his father love. He wants to manifest that to you. He wants to reveal it to you so that it doesn't just give you a momentary encounter. It literally transforms you and changes your life forever so that you carry that thing and it exudes off of you. Come on. Come on. All right. Lord, I pray for these amazing people who are way more amazing than they've ever known. Help us to know it. I ask you to open our eyes of our spirits to be able to see who we are to you. And I pray that you will reveal to us yourself as you really are, Lord. And if if people agree with me on this, then you can just amen it to the Lord Lord, we give you permission to reveal to us errors of our view of who you are so that we would adjust accordingly and you can become everything that you really are to us. And and we want to know you, God. I, I pray for every single one of us who desires this. Encounters with you that are profound. Lord, that, that change our lives. Encounters that aren't just moments that we, that we remember, God, but they're moments that actually transform us more into your image and that we get to carry the actual substance of what you gave us in that moment. Lord, we want the substance of encounters to transform us. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, fall on us right now. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord.
Yeah, I, I pray. I pray, God, that that people will have moments over the next few days where they are that they're beckoned by you to believe that you're ready to encounter them right then, and that they will turn their eyes to you and behold the manner of love that you have for us, and that you'll engulf us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Anybody excited? Why don't you guys give God a shout of praise for a second? Hallelujah. God's good. Amen.